What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. So this week, topic O discussion. It's like cup O noodles, but it's with words uh, and it doesn't taste good, but it sounds good. I hope. Anyway, so this week we're talking about regret, kind of like maybe that intro is regrettable, but not so much. I can live with it. We're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about big regrets. We're going to talk about regret that is livable, things you can live with. And we're going to talk about how it is preventable a lot of times. Not all regret, but some regret is preventable. We're going to talk about a little bit of a little something called fear, right? We may have touched on that here in the past, but uh, how that is kind of one of the things that prevents you from taking action and those actions are what are going to stop some of that regret. So that's the topic of discussion this week. I hope you guys dig it. I hope you enjoy it. And without any further uh and very minimal do, here is the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Discovery. Going drone level. And we're live. Here we are. You guys, you guys always miss the uh, intro song dance party. It's true. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I feel like I just saw you. That's so weird. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, so, should we just jump right in? Sure. This topic this jump. week, I, I'm a fan of discussing, not really a fan of living. Right. Uh, we're talking about, you know, every time I think of this topic, though. <laughs> yeah. I You guys have seen it. You know that tattoo guy who's got <laughs> no regerts? No regerts. Across his chest. You're like, no regerts, huh? No regerts. Um, <laughs> I also like the one that says respect, but it's tattooed. It's spelled wrong. Like, man, there's a song about this. <laughs> There's no song about this, unfortunately, but we're going to do a podcast about it. Um, we're talking about regret. Yep. Not regrets. Not regrets. Although that tattoo is regrettable. <laughs> That's true. Hashtag irony. That's irony, Alanis. Take some notes. <laughs> Nothing in your song was. No. Uh, so we're talking about regret and how it sucks. It does. And we're also going to talk about how it's avoidable. Yes, it is. And, and I'll caveat that by saying not all regret is avoidable. Right. Um, but a lot of times regret is very self-inflicted. Yes. Right. So big picture, what I'm, what I'm talking about is it's something that I say a lot. You've heard me say it a lot. I got dust. Deal with it. Um, (laughs) the maid hasn't been here. Right. (laughs) What I, I say this quite often and it's, I would rather be at the end of my life, right? My last seconds on the planet with 100 things I regret doing yeah, versus even one thing I regret not doing. Not doing. And, you know, to quote Zoolander, this is how I live my life. Um, <laughs> right. But it's true. Like, yeah. I, I always have been very much a, and you can attest this since yeah. you've known me since I was like 15. Right, right, yeah. Is, you know, I think in your youth, a lot of people like to classify that way of doing things as a, you know, act first, ask questions later kind of yeah. mentality. Right. That maybe that's kind of foolhardy. Right. But it, anyone who knows me knows that I am quite methodical yes. with how I do things. Right. Um, and attention to detail is super important to me. And so none of those things are lost when it comes to acting on things. Right. But I, I don't, I don't wait a long time to pull the trigger on stuff, particularly when no. I've done, <laughs> you know, 
a decent amount of quantitative analysis on right. what could potentially happen. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and the thing is, look, like, sometimes the outcome is regrettable. Right. Or the maybe an inch of it is regrettable. Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe I wish I had done that a little different. That that the that's the kind of regret that you can live with exactly i think i mean just to be clear like we're not talking you know like party tricks and you know that kind of stuff <laughs> like i know a few is... <laughs> yeah i know you do <laughs> how many quarters i can stack them right there on my elbow <laughs> right. go crazy <laughs> i mean these are life regrets sure not you know not like you know i regret some of the things that happened it, you know, right. in your early 20s or whatever it is, like, these are decisions that you want to make because it's important to you now. It's been something that's been nagging at you. Right. I have to acknowledge because I said I would. What's up, Rusty and Josh? Okay. Hey. My boys. <laughs> um, but, you know, and the thing, <coughs> excuse me, almost died just a little bit. Um, but I don't regret it. I had to clear my throat. Uh, <laughs> like... When you, the little regrets you can deal with, and the other thing is, like, I would much rather go, dang, I wish I had an X, yeah, right. rather than, I wonder what would have happened. Exactly. I mean, that, the wondering what if. Right. And, and it, everyone's been there. Like, everyone's mm. got that thing that, you know, maybe it's more than one thing. Right. That just, <laughs> it is gnawing. Yeah. Like, that never goes away. Right. And you will take that to your deathbed, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got people who... Like, the one who got away. Like, I know three people right now who, <laughs> the one that got away. The one. This is like 20 years ago. Yeah. But the one who got away, man. Oh, like, my gosh. Because, and, you know, in those instances, it was like a pull the trigger or no. Right. And they didn't. Right. They hesitated. They were afraid. Right. They were unsure. Oh, you said a magic word. <laughs> and so, they let it slip through their fingers. And we're going to get into... What, what I think the genesis, the real genesis of regret is, mm-hmm. um, and you and I talk about this quite a lot, yep. and it's something we've touched on before, like we've done whole shows about it before, so we're not going to make it the focal point, but it is a lot of times the causation. Right. There are a lot of reoccurring themes. Yeah. In, <laughs> in lives lived without action. Right. Um, ooh, that stung somebody. Um, <laughs> but it's fear. A lot of times, the reason people don't pull the trigger on things is because of fear. Of fear. And I'm going to do what I always do sometimes every episode. (laughs) And I'm going to touch on an army example. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I was reflecting on this yesterday, thinking about the show and how how I wanted to approach the topic. This Mm -hmm. one story popped into my head. And then I jived it up against other stories you don't know. Uh And I was like, man, I guess I'm glad they told that one. (laughs) Um, So... We'll do a quick scene set. Post every single deployment, there is a battalion level ball. Right. And that's where all the wives get dressed up and all the guys get forced into getting dressed up. And right. we all go out and the guys <laughs> drink more than they should and the wives kind of babysit us and listen to stories all night. <laughs> and it's wonderful. It's fun. It it's is, fun. It is a highlight. I just have to throw that in there. <laughs> and so one particular deployment, you know, I was a leader mm-hmm. and I was... I like to think of myself as a relatively selfless leader. Yes. And because of that, like I had a tendency to put myself in precarious situations Mm -hmm. to alleviate that for my soldiers that I led. Right. (laughs) 
This is one of them. <laughs> so, but because of, there was a few stories that were really dodgy. Yeah. Like sometimes where Travi almost got a lot killed. <laughs> and it was because I was doing something to facilitate safety for everyone else. Right. And I said, hey, fellas, don't ever tell Jess this story. Don't right. ever tell. And there was one. There was one that they just loved to tell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I know you guys love that story. Right. Please don't tell Please Jess that don't story. Tell. Okay, so that's setting the scene for what is everyone already knows. Oh, <laughs> they told the story. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> the booze started flowing. That story. And here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. I stopped that story from coming out like five times that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll be right. Like, I, right. I messed up and had to pee. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you left the table. And by the time I got back, not even the person that I thought was going to share the story told the story. Right. Like, Johnny doesn't speak a lot is the one that's like, I got to tell you something your husband did one day in Baghdad. Right. Like, damn it, dude. So here's And the, I just leaned in close. Here's the story. And I come back and you're just shaking your head. I'm like, you told the story. And the one guy was like, it wasn't me. Right. I'm like, okay. Um, so I'll give you the brief synopsis of the story and then we'll get back on topic. Well, it is on topic. Just bear with me. Um, so we're, we're in Baghdad, we're on a rooftop and we're taking pretty substantial, you know, it's, we've been in small arms contact for a hot minute now. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a firefight. Right. Um, and on the adjacent rooftop, now just to set the scene a little bit, the rooftops are relatively close in some areas Mm -hmm. and it's a particular area. Like you're looking at maybe like a five to six foot gap. And the more times I've told this story, the gap keeps shrinking. Uh I don't go the other way. The gap doesn't get bigger. I shrink it to make it more palatable to Uh the audience. Yeah. At any rate. (laughs) So... The little rascal on the adjacent rooftop is at, like, their roof access point, which essentially that looks like a porta john on top. Like, that's how you get there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At any rate, this little dude is very effectively doing the spray and pray method. Mm-hmm. So his body is inside safety and cover, but he is with an AK just brah, 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 out right. the side of it, right? Yeah. And so, you know, Forrest Gump and his way into pinning us down, but we've got to move. Mm-hmm. And on the fly, I was like, I, you know... Light bulb turns on in my head. The good idea fairy stopped by and gave me a great plan. Yeah. Um, and so I looked at my team and I said, hey, fellas, you see me start running. Just start laying down suppressive fire. Mm-hmm. They're like, what are you going to do? And it, honestly, at this point, I don't have the end state quite figured out. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Right. I'm not sure what I'm going to do when I get there. Right. So I just said, just start shooting. I uh-huh. said, roger that. I pop up, take off running. They start laying down suppressive fire. I jump the gap between the rooftops. Now mm. is the real decision point. This is the part I hadn't quite mathed out yet. <laughs> right. Am I going to try and pie the corner and plug this dude? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to just bop an M67 fragmentation grade in there? There you go. Option two. <laughs> so that's what I do. A little hut part of the top of the roof blows up. Everyone thinks I died. I don't. Here I am. Long story short. Right. That, that was a moment. Yes. Right? In time, that I had to action something. Right. I had to make a decision. Right. And I was very fortunate that, you know, my guys listened. They did what they were supposed to do. <laughs> laid down very good suppressive fire. And I was able to make the jump. And everything shook out the way it should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, ber- best case scenario for a really bad situation. Right. But at the end of the day, I could be sitting here 15 years later, or however long it's been at this point. Right. Regretting losing two soldiers that day because I didn't get off my ass and do what had to get done. Right. Now, had I gotten shot or hurt or whatever, you hearing the story, yeah, that's regrettable. Yeah. But that is a a livable regret. You knowing that story 
Right. Well, part, I mean, I know your character and I know that in the decision-making process, I know what, how you feel about regrets. (laughs) I know that you would do everything in your power to keep you and your men safe. And if that was your option, I know that you would have taken that option and whatever the outcome was, you would have been working towards the best end for everyone. But you know, and and I get so it's it's kind of tying together the two parts of regret is, yeah. and in that moment, like you know, I'm not going to lie to you, being shot at's no fun, no. and it doesn't matter how many times it happens. Like pucker factor goes up, dude. You get yeah. a little a little Concernicus. Right. You're you're <laughs> a little scared. Right. Um, of course, they're they're trying to take your life. And so fear of death is what right. we're dealing with. But you you have to go. You have to move. And what I've seen in my life and what I've seen through leadership where I led, you know, the vast majority of my adult life is that there's big, big ass fears out there, dude. Like driving down a street that, you know, has got deep buried IEDs on it. Like that's scary, Mm -hmm. but you got to do it. And when I see people in my world now, you know, in, in the coaching world or just in the civilian sector or guys on the backside of the service and and you you lose that edge a little bit, and it's like so you let that fear consume you, yeah, and it prevents you from doing anything. Right. That's the that's the horrible thing about fear is it stops you. Hundred percent. It, it stops you, and and then it's nothing but regret because your right. days are just passing, and there's nothing that's happening, and and each day you lay down and you regret having not done something. So you wake up the next morning thinking I'm going to do something. And you start thinking about what you're going to do, and then you get scared. Right. And then you go through those same motions all over again until you lay down and you regret not having done something. And the thing that's crazy about it, like, fear has a good friend. Mm-hmm. And his good friend is called excuses. Yep. Um, and a lot of people like to call these things reasons. Reasons. <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> so, like, that's a, a big example right Right, like we're being shot at and you know i threw a grenade at somebody (laughs) um i didn't throw it at him i threw it at his equipment it's important distinction right Uh, (laughs) so that's a big thing right yes but when we're talking about regret and as it pertains to fear and excuses Mm -hmm. like look let's look at fitness Mm -hmm. as an example because that's your wheelhouse yes um how many of your clients, <laughs> when they start out, when they start, do they have a list of reasons, big massive air quotes, right. for why they can't do it? Oh my gosh, everybody. And now, with everybody. that number of people, if we're saying 100%, mm-hmm. you included when you absolutely. first got into it. Absolutely, absolutely. 100% have excuses why they can't do something. How many people at the end of every single day regret not doing it? 100%. 100%. <laughs> it, it's, it's 100% every single time. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you know, that's something you allow yourself to do. Right. Right. And the thing is, is like when you're, when you're starting to get into anything, if it's fitness or if it's any other hobby or any other interest, like, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of fear, like, what if I what if I buy all the stuff I need? What if I invest into whatever thing right. and then I fail? Right. <laughs> well, first of all, quit 
counting yourself out before you've even started. Right. <laughs> like, you have to at least give it a good go. Once doesn't count as a good go. Twice doesn't count as a good go. I mean, you have to, if you're willing to invest the money, you have to be willing to invest the time. You know, you brought up a word that I think it pumps the brakes on people a lot, and mm -hmm. it's failure. Yeah. Here's the deal. And, and I mean this. Yeah. I don't make a habit of failing. Okay? <laughs> but I would rather be called a failure yeah. than a do-nothing any day right. of the week. Because yeah. a failure at least tried, at dude. At least you gave it a shot. Like, and you put yourself trying and giving there. up, you're a quitter. That sucks. Yeah. Trying and failing? Hey, man, way to see that thing through to the very end. <laughs> right. But... Did you learn something? Exactly. I, you know, we talked about that before also just in conversation. Like, you're not really failing if you're learning something. I mean, there's right. that whole fail forward, you sure. know, in quotes kind of thing right now that's kind of big where, you know, you're not, you're not losing out on anything because you've learned something. You've learned something about the process that you need to go through. You've learned something about yourself. You've learned something about somebody else right. you know where your interests are what you're capable of it it's all right to not hit the mark and most of the time we consider our failures a failure because we deem it so right and there's someone listening right now who's got their brain set on cynicism <laughs> and they're going yeah there's a hundred memes on instagram that say fail and fail again right you know why there's a hundred dude because it's true <laughs> it's true okay right like i get it in my world of motivational speaker yeah. and yeah it is that is a thing right but it's a thing because it's true right and i'm here to tell you this too like i sidebar side rant yes if you're an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and you're like i'm gonna do my own thing mm -hmm. and you're not ready to get your ass kicked for two years oh my gosh yeah go back to work right go back to work because you're not ready player yeah. you're not ready right and that's the truth of that's it. That's part of the process. It, it doesn't, and the truth of it is, it's not just in entrepreneurship, it's in anything. Right. If you're not ready to get beat up, beat down, whatever, <laughs> over and over again, you need to get your guts together. Right. <laughs> and then go for it. You know, back to what you do, like physical fitness goals, like, oh, I want abs like that. Right. You better be ready to sweat. <laughs> right. You better be ready to suck because right. it's going to. Right. Eat your veggies, drink your water. <laughs> It's going to be, it's going to be difficult. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. Right. It doesn't make any difference if you're talking about abs or a business or, you know, being the best at whatever it is. If it were easy, everybody would already be doing but it. But I can tell you this, all right, from experience on a lot of things that we're talking about. In, in three months, when you can see your abs. Exactly. You're not going to regret the day it hurt. Nope. In two years, when you're looking at that bank account and realizing you're debt-free and you're living the life you want, you're not going to regret that day where the content yeah. flopped or you didn't get the engagement on Insta. Who cares, dude? <laughs> right. right. Who cares? Right. I think that's the thing is you have to keep your eye on the big prize. Right. You, you know, your eye is on the big prize and your your other eye is on all these little goals in between. That's that's what keeps you going. That. It is worth it to get to the three-month mark when you put that swimsuit on and you're like, dang. But there's so many people. And it doesn't matter what we're talking about. There's a lot in about. between. And it's hard. Right. But you can do it. And, and hard sucks. And I don't want to do hard. Right. Too bad. And so what I'm going to do is say, I'm quitting because of this. No, you're right. quitting because of you. You're quitting right. because you don't have, sorry, you don't have the balls to keep pushing. Right. 
<laughs> you don't have the intestinal fortitude to say, exactly. yep, today sucks. It's true. And some days are just going to suck and it's not going to go well. Whether it's, you know, you can't do as many push-ups or you can't write the thing that everybody loves. Dude, you know. It's I'll, just the way it is. I'll dime myself out. Like <laughs> when I first started this business, there was times, like, and then this is a business that's grown in some way, shape, or form right. for like the last 15 years. Yes. You know? Yes. But when I was like, okay, this is it. Right. This, we're going to do it. Right. You're going to put a title on it. And this I is me. And I took the safety net out from under my life and said, this is it. Right. Like, there was times where I was like, ugh. Like, <laughs> super on the verge of saying, I'm done. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm freaking out over finances or whatever it was. Right. And, but like, you're talking about, like, your eye on the prize. Like, my why was big enough. Right. My ultimate why's. You know, like if you go to the website and read my story about mm -hmm. talking to Levi and having that moment where yes. it was like, oh, damn, I'm missing it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to miss out right. on my kids' lives. I don't right. want to miss out on our life. I don't want to miss out on living on the beach. Right. You know, like exactly. I have big ass wives and they're, I knew yeah. they weren't coming from going back and grinding it out every day. Right. And missing all the in between, you know, from when you start working to when you retire and, and there's. It's just work, 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 and you hear the stories, and now at, you know, 65, now you can start enjoying things. Right, and, like, you know, that's not, and I'm not telling everybody to go quit your job tomorrow no, and start your own business. No, of course not. Of course not. But, do, do what you love. Right. You know, but take some of those risks, you know? Because you're going to wind up with regret. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> All over yourself. It's not pretty. And, the, you know, like, there was... There's always going to be a crappy piece of content. This might be one of them. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. But the truth of it is, like, does that define what you're doing? Right. Is that why you're doing it? Right. And if you don't do it this week, if you excuse yourself out of making the thing or doing the skydiving or lifting the weights or whatever the hell it is, if you excuse yourself from doing it, you're going to regret not getting the ultimate result that you had in mind right. in the first place, you exactly. dummy. Exactly. Exactly. The thing is, is having, you know... In my business, we talk a lot about giving yourself grace and listening to your body and and all these different things. That is a completely different thing, though, than making up an excuse. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you're talking about fitness, it's like good pinch, bad pinch. Right, right. But I think it's true in, in the entrepreneurial world, sure. in the, the corporate world, and just, just in life. There are times where you do have to give yourself some grace. It's been a hard season or it's right. been a hard whatever. But there are times where the grace becomes an excuse to be lazy. A hundred percent. that is unacceptable. Well, and, and that one's great. That The grace one, is, it, it's absolutely true. And whether you want to put the verbiage grace on, whatever it is, like, you know, mental health day, whatever you're calling it right. for yourself, but that becomes cyclic, right? Right. And you get into this, well, I deserve it. I did. And then right. you get to a point where it's like, okay, so what, what did you do? What did you do? And, and you've let it all slip away under this, facade of grace right and and you're no better off than you were you're, you've not you've <laughs> right. not started anything you've not completed anything you're not moving at all it's like you're just I, <laughs> grace i'll talk about me again and, you know because definitely not a perfect person like spoiler i like ben and jerry's man <laughs> that's a fact i love damn ice cream all right and he's converted me to being an ice cream lover also I also know I have to get my ass up in the morning and outwork that pint. Right. Gotta happen. Gotta happen. Yeah. Why? Because Ben and Jerry are sneaky. Mm -hmm. Okay? They, they want are. everyone to get along, but they want you fat. 
<laughs> and it's going to happen quick. It's got your daily calories in it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. You have to get your ass up and outwork that in the morning. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I can give myself the grace to enjoy it. Sure. Right. But that comes on the heels of hard work. Yes. Right. And all the accountability to keep going so that you can have some of the stuff that you really like, that's really enjoyable, right. that's totally frivolous. But but the accountability is what keeps you on track. And, you know, it's funny because I, I was having a conversation about a month ago with a friend of mine. And we were talking about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and coaching and just, you know, because we're both in the same business. And, right. like, he, he has a similar family dynamic as ours, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they have a lot of fun. They're really silly. And we were talking about how much we enjoy the freedom to be, like, this particular thing, the grace day, where we're like, we're just not, we're going to unplug, going right. to not post anything on social, yep. not going to make any content, not doing a client call, like, <clears throat> it's just family time. Right. We're going to make popcorn and lay on the couch. <laughs> and how awesome that freedom is. Yeah. And it is. that we're really blessed and really fortunate to be in a position that we have that freedom. Mm-hmm. But then we also talked about how, like, we had to work our asses off. Right. To get there. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> But how regrettable would it be in those moments where I wanted to quit, where the clients weren't lining up at the door, just, you know, I wrote a book. No one cares. Like, (laughs) no one, you know, like, you could really let that kick your ass. And those could be, you know, quote, reasons. Yeah. Because it doesn't like it's working out. But how regrettable would it be if I, if I tapped out? I mean. Right. Just because it looks like it's not working out doesn't mean it's not working out. Whatever your idea is, this is this is the end state. You're going to have to be flexible about getting there. Right. You know, sometimes things work out way better than you think it's going to. Other times it works out way worse than you think it's going to. But but not all the time is it one extreme or the other. Most of the time you're kind of in this middle ground where it's like it's working and I'm plugging along and it's you know, you just have to keep chipping away. There the reality is, is there is no overnight success story. No. I mean, it is, it's just because now all of a sudden more than, you know, 10 people have heard about whoever it is. Right. <laughs> and it, it, you know, they've been plugging away for 10 years doing whatever they've been doing. Look, dude, Thomas Edison tried cotton as a filament. <laughs> right. Cotton. <laughs> that man went through like 130 different oh things my gosh. Yeah. before he came up with a copper filament. Right. I'm pretty sure we'd all regret. Had he given up? He just stopped. (laughs) It was like, like, never mind. Wait a minute. Cotton burst into flames. Light a candle. I'm done with this crap. I quit. (laughs) We'd all regret it. Right. But, you know, like, expand on that notion. Right. What is it you're after? What is it? What value is it you're trying to pump into the universe, Mm -hmm. man? And are we all going to regret it? Right. Is everyone going to regret? Look, brother, I would really regret it. If old Steve Jobs hadn't been like, right. set it up in the garage, we'll do it here. Exactly. <laughs> I'd really regret that. It's true, though. It's true. I mean, think of all of the, you know, modern things that we have. How many different tries it took to get, to get it to the right way to do it. Dude, have you seen a Gen 1 iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some trial and error is still going into that bad boy. Right. But you know what? It didn't stop him from launching the first one. Yeah. It didn't, he, you know, he would have regretted not putting that bad boy out more than here's what we got. Right. Right. (laughs) Like I saw an interview with him once. He was on a stage. Mm -hmm. This is a weird sidebar. (laughs) But someone was like, Mr. Jobs, if you put your finger here, you can't do something. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, the man's response was, then don't put your finger there. 
Exactly. Oh, <laughs> right? Well, really? Like, but, but that's so true. Like, how many, you know, like, everybody's house has, like, their little catch things, you know? And it's like when someone comes to babysit or do whatever, you're like, oh, and by the way, if you start the dishwasher, make sure you push it twice because right. otherwise it leaks. Or make sure, you know. Do whatever. Like, right. That, that's just life. If, if you have created something and you have to, just don't put your finger there. That's fine. That right. doesn't mean that your creation isn't good or that it yeah. didn't work or that you shouldn't keep pushing to make it better. <laughs> I just, you know, <clears throat> this is one that I, I know we could just roll on. Yeah. Because it's so prevalent. Yes, yes. Well, and I think the other thing is, too, is find people in your life who will not let you have regret. Right, I think that's that's the other side of it. You know, personally, it's like you do, you want to do all the things for yourself to make sure that you're you're you know fulfilling your purpose and you don't leave this planet with a bunch of regret. But I think the other thing is is you are you are responsible in some ways to push people that you care about to not leave this planet with regret. You know, we we touched on this idea a little bit earlier in the week, just in a conversation we had, and. Again, in the motivational world, right. there's all the memes about surround yourself with this and surround yourself with that. Here's the deal. The reason there's 100 of those is because that's true as well. It's true. I'm going to sum it up in my way of speaking, though, mm -hmm. because it makes sense to me, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> because everyone, you know, everyone's like, don't surround yourself with people that just tell you what a good job you're doing. Like, okay, I got it. Here's what you really want. <laughs> right. Here's what you want your tight-knit inner circle to be. And it can be one or 10 or 20. I don't care how right. big your, your quote group is right your tribe <laughs> but the second like you want people who will pull your bitch card yeah okay right who will who will call you on your bs right and be like no dude no right like the second your friends are not holding you accountable they're not your friends anymore right all right they're not no it's like, true they're they're not really your friends i mean you if you say you love your friends there is there is some honesty that comes with love right they they go together and it's not riding someone's ass Let, let's no. be clear on that like right so we'll use you and i as an example mm -hmm. like we know fitness is big for both of us right and so it's not because hey chubby like that's not right. where we're going it's not a spirit of like you know right nasty I, right it's the first thing though is like what time are you working out right right what's, because your, what's your schedule for the morning I need to remind you it's important to you. You need to know that I know it's important to you. I want to make sure you make it a priority for you and vice versa. Right. It's it's not being a jerk. It's being no. accountable to one another. Right. Exactly. And and it makes it easier for us because I know you're going to be in the gym at whatever time. This is my chance to get in there and, and do it. You're right. expecting for that to happen. So just get on it. And you know, like that's that's the friends that I choose. Right. You know, and I fully expect them to do it. And I don't ever get butt hurt when they do. If I'm like, right. you know what? I decided not to do whatever. The, their first question and my first question to my real friends is like, well, why not? Why? Well, blah, blah, blah. And if it's nonsense. Right. <laughs> I will be like, you are full of it. Mm, no. Just knock it off. <laughs> right. Like they have, that's so important. Like right. accountability around you is massive because the reality is like without it, Again, you're going to wind up with a whole bunch of regrets because the people around you didn't hold you accountable. Right. You weren't holding yourself accountable. Right. They become these excuse facilitators. Right. And I think particularly, too, it's like when you're starting out in something new, you, you need that level of accountability because it, it's you're creating new habits, new routines, you know. Not just when it's new, new, but 
when when you've been doing something for a while. Yeah. Like it's real easy when something's quote automatic for you. Right. To stop. To be like oh. To stop really pushing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know like. There's certain things that I do that it's just automatic, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that's easy. I'll do that later. But if I don't have someone going, hey, knucklehead, did you do the whatever? Right. Like, I, I'll push it the last second because it's easy for me. <laughs> right. You know? Right. That doesn't make it the right way to do it. And right. you're not creating any white space for yourself later. Right. <laughs> right. But I think the other thing, too, in, in the newness of something or the oldness of something, everybody has that, that moment where it's like, well, it might just be easier to give it up. Right. You know, and and you should be around people who are like, don't stop now. You've already invested all of this time or all of this effort or you've had you have these dreams. Don't quit. But that's the thing. Before and it you've sounds had the chance to so oversimplified. But when they get to that point, when anyone's to that point and they go, well, I think I'll just quit. Yeah. Like, OK, very simple question. Do you still want it? Yes. Then why the hell are you quit? Why would you quit? Why like, would you quit? Uh, what? <laughs> right. But the the crazy thing is that, you know, some people will go, well, because I think there might be an easier way. Right. There's not an easier way. There's not a pill, a wrap, a drink, a soup. <laughs> a patch. <laughs> right, exactly. That's going to get you to your end state. No. There's, you know, you're not going to sit down with some incredible brand new phone or computer or desk or chair or, you know, whatever that's all of a sudden going to make all of your no. content incredible or make you 20 pounds lighter that's sustainable or build your business. It's it's not out there. The only thing that works is hard work. Yeah. And that, and sticking with it. <laughs> and Look, right. like, Being you know, consistent. another example that's popped up recently in my world is the engagement side of things, mm-hmm. right? Because so much of everyone's business lives online. If you're an entrepreneur and you're not online, like, <laughs> I don't... I don't right. know what you're doing. Send out smoke signals or something. <laughs> right. But, you know, everyone's like, oh, I didn't get enough engagement on this thing. Or I didn't get... Yeah. And, and here's the deal. Like, you're saying there's no easy way. Right. Like, if you're paying for followers... Right. That's not real engagement. It's not going to work. Those those aren't your people. Those are... Those probably aren't even people. <laughs> if I go to your page and you've got 20,000 followers and nine posts... Right. And I see that everyone's name is written in Russian... Right. I know you're full of shit. <laughs> I know it's you're true. a liar. Well, and the reality is, is beside it, you know, totally just annihilating your credibility. Right. Those aren't your people. They're not looking for what you can give them. And so no. you're, you know, even, even if they are all real people, but they have just been conned into following you, they're not buying what you're selling. But that's the thing, you know, <laughs> your, your resume is the things you've done. Right. It's not, it's not a. Uh, what you want people to think of you. Right. Okay. It's not a perception. Right. It's reality. Right. And so it doesn't matter to me, honestly, like right. if, if you don't like my content, cool, man. Right. That's I guess fine. you're, you're not going to work with me. That's right. fine. That's fine. Yeah. And, and that's, that's great because it opens up the door for someone who is interested, who so the, does want to work with you. Being yourself genuinely is the best filter on the planet. Right. For people who, you know, you don't want to work with. Exactly. Cause they'll be like, I don't like that guy. Cool. <laughs> we probably wouldn't get along. <laughs> But, but I'm never going to let that stop me from going after what I want. Right. And from putting yourself out there. Right. I mean, there are a lot of people who are like, oh, she's too Susie Sunshine for me. I I can't handle all the... You're too Susie Sunshine for me. (laughs) I can't handle all the positivity and the smiles and the it's going to get better and, you know, all this kind of stuff. (laughs) Lies. But that's genuinely who I am. A hundred percent. And so 
if if you're a negative Nancy, we're not we're probably not gonna mesh very See you well. later, Nance. <laughs> See you later. There's a Karen waiting for you outside. <laughs> so <clears throat> Okay, now we're I can always tell when it's time to rap. Because it gets too silly. Yeah. Um <laughs> having too much fun. Time to professional it up a little bit. That's right. But serious. But we will anyway. Like it all ties together, right? Yeah. Like, and again, there's livable regret. There's right. built-in regret to life. Right. You know? Um, right. There, I'm not there talking are about... decisions that you will make that were probably not the right one. Right. It Maybe it, it cost you financially. Maybe there's a relationship that was severed because of, of whatever. And, and those are big costs. Maybe you don't turn on a light when you walk into a room and you stub your toe. That's regrettable. <laughs> that right. sucks. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it, on, on the scale... It's regrettable. It's avoidable. It sucks. <laughs> it's self-inflicted. All the things we're talking about, right. but it's livable. Right. But And when you're making these decisions, you have to weigh that. Right. You know, can I live with the fact that I never tried? Right. And you have to be really honest with yourself. Because <sighs> your initial reaction may be like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't care. But is that really... I mean, when you have that thing that's gnawing... And it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. And it's, you know, what sort of example do you want to set? Not just for your kids, but everyone around you. Yeah. Like, do you want to be sitting there, you know, whole family gathered around. It's, it's coming soon. The end is soon. Right. And they're like, tell us all the things you almost did. Right. No. 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 Not at all. No. And like, you know, to bring it back to the top, I will never regret jumping to that other rooftop. No. Never. No. But I had a moment in time where I could have had to live with the regret of losing right. people or right. you would have lost me. Like, that's a much larger regret. Yeah. And so you're right. Like, do some root, not root cause analysis, but do a little bit of quantitative analysis on the situation, a little risk analysis on what you're doing. Right. Cost to gain. Right. It's Is important. it worth it? Is but it worth it to you? If the ultimate end state why is worth it, yep. do it, dude. Yeah. Do it. Just try it. Don't quit. Don't let fear stop you. Yep. Go. Absolutely. Make yourself a plan. Get out there. Get out there. <laughs> Make it happen. All right. I think we're good. You got anything else? No. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed it. No and regrets. we will talk to you. Yep. No regrets. <laughs> Just across your throat. Just get it tattooed right there. No, no regrets. And then repexed under it. <laughs> Sock it to me, Aretha. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. All right, super friends, there you have it. That was the show. Regret, right? Not regrets. Uh, and then not repects. However, you guys know the meme. You've seen it. If you haven't, check it out. It's great. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, it's one of those things that it's just about taking that action. You know, like I said in the show, and I, I truly say this all the time. I mean, not constantly. I say other words like I am right now. But I say this a lot. Like, I would much rather be at the end of my days and have 100 things I regret doing than even one big thing that I regret not doing, right? So take the risks, take the calculated risks, take the, do the quantitative analysis and, you know, take that action. So you don't sit around one day with a list of regrets of things you didn't and not enough time to get them done in. All right. So that was the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And we will talk to you next time.